Hey guys, Chris here, Visa Performance Podcast. Today we're doing things a tad differently. We have our super tech, Jeremy Garnett. How are you? Doing good. And this is the start of our new series, uh, Diesel How To. Uh, so Jeremy, we were talking about a couple different things that uh, we get a bunch of calls upstairs on yes. in the shop. And uh, basically we get a lot of calls regarding valve body diagnostics and then valve body how to as far as changing a valve body out. So here we are. Yeah. Uh, so what I want to do is I want to show you and yeah. talk about how the proper way is to remove a valve body, yeah. especially for our six speed yeah. conversion kits and stuff. So. so being on the phone, I simply tell guys the same process, right? Oh, drain the fluid, drop the pan. Yep. You have a couple of 10 millimeter bolts. I believe there's like 10 or 12. Yep. A couple of electronic sensors you unplug and the valve body comes out. Sounds super simple. Yeah. <laughs> let's walk through it. So you have the trans, usually it's the other side, you know, yep. it's upside down, it's right side up. Yeah. Um, so what's the first step? What are we looking at? Well, first of all, I want to put it this way so you guys can see. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, it's usually up in the truck. But first of all, we're going to move the pan. Okay. okay. We're going to drain the fluid, remove the pan. That's the first thing. I'm yeah. used to 47, 48s and 68s where there are no drain plugs. No. So yeah. it threw me for a little bit of a loop looking at this one. Exactly. Yeah. You get all full fluid and everything. <laughs> so um, on an Allison transmission, everything from an 01 to all the way up to uh, the L5P, you know, the, they're all 10, 13 millimeter bolts. Okay, so, so the five and the six speeds yep. from 01 to 19, yeah, all the way to 19 are all gonna be the same. Yep, so it's a 13 millimeter bolt that holds the pan yep. to the trans housing. And a 15 millimeter for your drain plug. Okay. And again, that only gets what's in the pan out of it, does not get what's in the valve body, gotcha. but it gets your most of your fluid. So right. we're gonna go ahead and we'll remove the valve or the, the pan. Which again, it's, I think there's what 13 screws so okay yep and then once that's done yep once that's done then you pull the pan yeah you pull the gasket so there you go nice clean pan so and then the first thing i want to do is that any pan doesn't matter if it's a good trans bad all I want to do is I want to look for debris. Okay. So I want to look for debris and I want to check the magnet, the and, magnet. Just, and then just make yep. sure there's no metal on the magnet. Okay. So I know that has nothing to do with the valve body, but you always want to check it. So now usually when you're doing the valve body, is it best to disconnect the solenoids and the wiring harness first before really getting into that? Or um, no. What's, what's normal practice? Well, so normal practice is that you, um, you disconnect the main harness off at first. Okay. So um, usually after I pull the pan, then I disconnect the harness, the okay. main harness off of it. And that's externally plugging into the internal harness going into the trans yeah. essentially. Yep, okay. and that's the only thing. So there's only one plug on the external part of the trans gotcha. that you have to unplug. Gotcha. So, okay. um, and then there, also the reason I like to do that is to make sure there's no fluid inside there to make sure that O-ring around is not leaking as well. Smart, so. Okay. Um, but then we got to remove the filter. Okay. So we're going to go ahead. And again, this is going to be dripping on you now. Right, so course. it's going to be wet. Um, we're going to go ahead and we're going to remove this filter. Okay. I usually take a screwdriver or something and I usually just give it a good it's wiggle. It's usually a little tight in there. Yeah. So you want to pry it, but exactly. you don't want to be too aggressive. Right. Okay. And again, I'm doing this the other way. So it's a little bit right, easier. Of <laughs> um, so, wow, there's a lot of bolts sitting here. Now, some of these bolts, as we're looking at this, some of these bolts are basically uh, coupling or combining the two plates of the valve body. Right. And then there are some bolts that actually go through both plates and mount the valve body to the trans housing itself. Yes. Okay. So um, it's a little bit half and half. Okay. So um, 
in this case here, we're going to take out 15 8 millimeter. 15 8 millimeter bolts. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, before we get to that, though, we have to there's we have to disconnect the. This uh, this one here is a neutral safety switch in it. Okay. It's a six speed. Right. So this is an LBZ. It's a six speed. Okay. Um, but it's the same setup for a five speed or six speed. Okay. So um, a five speed will have an external, you know, uh, neutral safety switch. Okay. Where this one has an internal. It's internal. Okay. So um, on a, again six speed, you do have to disconnect this. Okay. And then we do have to disconnect uh, the main plug. Right. Which does have a. They're like little fingers that hold it through. So when the O-ring goes through, it snaps. Okay. So I do have a special tool for it, but okay. most people won't. All right. Um, they could either use just a flathead screwdriver, push those pins in, and then push it in. Gotcha. Um, okay. Take a little bit of finesse, but you don't want to hurt it. Like Makes just sense. a little finesse. Okay. So, so then once you get the neutral safety switch undone, then where do we go from there? Uh, I'm going to push in. I'm going to push this main connector in. Okay. And then we're going to start to unbolt in it. Gotcha. Okay. So right now, I um, like I was telling you, I have this tool right here. This is a tool that we'll go ahead and we'll re push that pin in or push this connector in. Okay. So um, you can buy these just about anywhere online or any good you know merchant automotive or something like that. Okay. Um, I'll yeah, go ahead. They didn't even pay us for that plug. I know, right? <laughs> so with the tool, it makes it a lot easier. Okay. But again, with the screwdriver, makes you can just push those pins in. Yep. Very good. So. Um, now I have the harness disconnected for the neutral okay. safety switch, and then I have the harness pushed in through the body of the okay. transmission. So now at this point, I can start removing the bolts okay. on it, which is they're all eight millimeters. It doesn't matter if it has the G solenoid, which is in the five speeds okay. or the six speeds. Okay. Now, one of the things I get a lot of questions on with guys is, am I going to pull the valve body out? Am I going to have check balls fall all over the place? And I think of that like an E40D power stroke yep. trans in the old Fords or uh, like a 47, yep, yep. 48, stuff like that. So this is a complete mechanism. Once you pull the valve body out, there aren't any check balls. There's nothing like that that's essentially gonna fall out no. if you pull it out as a full unit. No, not as a full unit. Now, okay. if I, when we do separate it, yes. Okay. So, but um, anybody, shouldn't have any reason to separate unless they're going to be doing right, of course unless they're fixing for it, a removal so. and reinstallation not anything to be nope, concerned with nothing okay. to be concerned about now how so. do you know what bolts you need to get to um so usually it's all on all data okay. like uh, all data stuff like that i've done so many that i know These tricks of the trade uh, right yeah um it, so first of all what we need to do is uh this is your parking paw right here okay that's attached to it so we need to remove the parking paw gotcha um or else it puts too much pressure on it and you can't break the it valve body sense. loose. So we need to remove the parking paw, which is just, again, two bolts. Okay. Um, and that pops right off. And out. that just pops right off. And let me guess, the bolt that was under there is one of them you need to get to, isn't no. it? No. <laughs> no. Damn. You would think. You would you would cool. I know, you'd think, but. Um, okay. So again, there's 15 bolts. Okay. Um, and a good way to look at it is. The bolt is going to go through and it's going to attach to the body of it. If yeah. you, you know, a good flashlight or um, a mirror, even a little bit, a little mirror and a good flashlight will give you a good indication of which bolts. Most of them, anyways. Okay. A couple of them are in the middle where you can't right, see, can't of really course. See. Makes sense. But again, there is instructions on that. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to just go ahead and remove the 15. And now one other thing is that you have to really be careful on it 
It is just an eight millimeter. Okay. Again, I like to use a really low powered uh, three eighths gun. Okay. Uh, these bolts that are 90 inch pounds, but they strip very easy. Okay. Um, I would almost rec I recommend like this is a brand new socket. Okay. I would recommend either a really good socket or doing them by hand. Okay. And this so, is a six point, right? Yeah, so this is a six point. Okay. So um, 12 point sockets are will strip. Right. Of course. So um, you. And it is 10 millimeters or eight millimeters, so you can't use a standard socket right. on it. So. so, yeah, and then I just pull, well, again, when it's above you, it's, they're gonna fall. Right, they're gonna fall so, right out. Um, you don't have the luxury of having them sit there one by one. Right. So, right. and that is about it when it comes to, oh, I forgot one. So. And then just like that. And just like that, it's gonna be stuck in there because now they're on dowels. Okay. Okay, so there's guide pins, dowel pins. Gotcha, gotcha. So they're on dowels, so you're gonna have to use, play just play forth. with it back and forth. Um, and again, this is above your head most of the time. Well, this is this is where you get the trans this fluid is, bath. This is where yeah, you get the yeah. trans fluid bath and, it, and you will get it. <laughs> okay. Um, one other thing that people, uh, people have to keep in mind too is on this side, uh, especially the six speeds, um, there is the neutral safety switch. Right. So there's a pin that slides into the neutral safety switch. Uh, so you gotta so, be careful yeah, you when gotta, you pry it, you kinda. Yeah, you gotta, be, you gotta be careful. You don't wanna pry it up, you will break that pin. Gotcha. So once you break it loose a little bit, it just, it slides out. Gotcha. And then once it slides out, it just, you take the connector and just. And that's it. And that's it. So, and, and this is literally what it'll look like with the valve body out of it. So there's no, there's no sensors in it. There's nothing in it. So. so from a DIY perspective, if you were to start this from start to finish, even taking your time, working on your back, looking yeah. up, getting fluid dropped on you, you're about an hour into yeah, this from start should, to finish? shouldn't take no more, no more than an hour. Now, in your experience, when you drain the fluid that's in the pan, you pop the valve body out, you yep. put the valve body back in, you put the pan back on, how much fluid do you generally have to add back into the mix, uh, roughly on average? If you're saving the fluid, usually about a quart to two quarts. Okay. okay. Because there is, um, you're, again, something's gonna drip, yeah. and then there is a bunch in the valve body itself. So okay. I'd say anywhere, I have seen some take two quarts, and I've seen some take a quart. Okay. So about a quart to two quarts. Interesting. Um, and then, uh, you know, something that we didn't see either this when this is above us um when you do disconnect this a bunch of fluid comes out of here course, as well, we can so. see the pocket of fluid just yeah. sitting right there so, so i'd imagine that's all yeah. coming at you we didn't see that much fluid this time but when it's above us yeah. there's a bunch more fluid so there's that a comes lot of out, fluid so. that's sitting in the case right now and right. everything else exactly so. so very interesting and usually when you're doing this you don't have this nice of fluid sitting in here <laughs> right <either>. exactly so. <laughs> so. No, no that's, that's exactly yeah just now walk us through here if i were to put that valve body back into place Where's that pin that you're referring to? Is that this yep. is that this piece right here that it would sit in? Yeah, this is this metal. So the neutral safety switch bolts to the parking paw right here. Gotcha. Um, I don't know if they can see it or not, but this is your teeth for your uh, first, second park neutral. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. this is your teeth. So, so you have to make sure when you're putting it all back on that that is timed in position correctly. Exactly, yep. Okay. So and that's where on the valve body itself, um, this little pin right here is okay. your that's your park neutral and everything this is what senses it <laughs> okay. so when you hit your shifter that's what ship that's what's moving that that's nice, what's moving nice. that so and like i said that's just a small little pin if that pin yeah, gets broken done um i have seen it where guys have pried the valve body out and that pin has been broken and then it binds up so okay. um seen a lot of stupid and a lot of crazy stuff i was so. just gonna say <laughs> what are some of the things that you've seen in the past you pretty much just you know yeah. went right into it so <laughs> and then what you also want to be careful too is that you don't want to hurt and you don't want to like hit it with a hammer or anything to try to break it loose. A light screwdriver, a little pry bar to try to break those dowels. Finesse yeah, finesse. 
Um, so on the bottom of it, it's just these little dowels right here that hold it in place. Okay. So th they're snug fit. Right, right. So you just gotta be very careful. Oh, and that's cool. it. And then literally the, the new one will come in and it will slide that connector down and it will literally just push that on and it will sits right back in place. Sits right back in place. And then from there, you're gonna be timing this piece out based on when you put that paw, yep. that arm back in place. Exactly, okay. yep. So yeah, it just- And then usually when it's on the dowel, it just slides right back in yeah, place. Yeah, and that's what it just did. It just slid right back in place. Very All good. the bolt holes are lined up and then you torque them to 90 inch pounds. And so aside from the finessing, trying to break it free, what are some things or what are some you know tips that you would give someone that's gonna tackle this on a Saturday afternoon in their driveway? Patience. There you go. Just patience. So literally, it's it's not it's not hard. Yeah. Um, there's really good info out there. Usually, there um, on all data, like yeah. you know Mitchell, all those. There's really good like data out there. Even the internet itself, like YouTube. There's but yeah. just patience. Anybody like someone could do this at home in their driveway. Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing when you look at something like this that I'm thinking of is you know someone watches this video or listens to this podcast, they're going to have a pretty decent understanding as to what's what. Right. The question that I would have is. What are the inch pounds that you're going to torque this to? Which I said you yep. said was 90 inch pounds. 90 inch pounds. And yep. then what are the torque specs on the pan itself? 18 foot pounds. So maybe we could put that in the video comments as well, or in the video description. That way we kind of have yeah. that to fall back on. Definitely. Uh, but that's super cool. I never thought that it would be that quick. Like I know we have it upside down. Right. I know it's a pretty simple thing, but you know, even so, I mean, this is an hour, two hour job in your garage. Right. Taking your time, not having the kids and the wife, Fabia. Uh, <laughs> I'd say the care the biggest like uh, thing that I. I would see if like if I was attacking it though would be like oh the number of screws the number of bolts that are on the valve body right. itself uh, you don't want to take out the wrong one right but just remember though all of them are 90 inch pounds you cannot oh yep. if the only thing you could do is like if it comes like in two pieces if it comes well, down in two pieces right right you have a problem well, then I was so too, like some are going to be longer than others due to the depth that are on the valve right. body which again are pretty self-explanatory exactly so. they won't tighten up you can't it's almost impossible to put them in the wrong gotcha. place so one won't fit one won't be long enough very good so and and again if one bolt does come out and it didn't need to come out yeah. well you just have to retorque that down to 90 inch bungee and you'll sense. be fine well, so and most people won't be taking it out to take the valve body out makes sense so yeah, yeah. very good so well, I mean, is there any other tips that you could think of? No, that's about it. Well, guys, we hope you found this informative. We're going to start doing more diesel how-tos as time progresses. Jeremy, thank you so much for taking time. No, I know no you got a bunch of trucks behind you that you're working on. Yeah. So <laughs> thanks for taking the time with me to show me and teaching me something. Oh, no problem. Have a good day. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. This is Chris. All right, guys. It's Jeremy from the Diesel Performance Podcast. Uh, today we're going to do the seg Super Tag segment on this beautiful LB7 that I was working on. A uh, customer came in from Texas, uh, brought us this truck and wanted us to do a little bit of maintenance on it. So we went ahead and we put a new DT550 trans in it with a guarantee converter, a single disc converter. Um, well, we had it apart, we also put a Stealth 64 turbocharger on it some new up pipes and a down pipe on it so this customer brought the truck in uh, from texas drove it all the way up here um, he originally brought the truck in for us to paint a new trans in the truck um, the truck currently has uh, almost 300,000 miles on it it's his daily driver he just uh, tows with it well we were putting the trans in it he opted for us to go ahead and put the six speed conversion in it um, our 
five to six speed conversion with the new valve body. Um, while we were doing that, uh, I had the trans out. He also opted to do the 64, the still 64. When I was taking it apart, it was actually a really good thing he did that because the turbo actually had a ton of play in it. Um, when I mean play is it had play going back and forth and then the wheel was actually making contact with the cover um, and causing drivability problems. Uh, I don't know, I have not talked to the customer personally, um, wondering if he actually had like boost problems, surging problems, anything like that, but I do know that he did have a bad turbo. Um, one of the sales guys did uh, talk to him about it and he was grateful that we did find that and that we were doing this, the turbo at the same time. Uh, we did decide to do up pipes on the truck um, just because he is going to tow with it so he wanted to try to keep the EGTs down a little bit and then everybody knows that a factory down pipe on an LB7 is just thin and sucks. So um, those are the things that we had did. Um, currently driving the truck it's a fun truck to drive. So some of the process of doing this truck um, you have to be very careful on especially the older trucks this truck's an 02 you have to be very careful um, you have to remove the starter on these trucks to get the trans out to get to the torque converter bolts um, you know the older the trucks are the more brittle they are the more rusty they are um, and luckily enough you know this truck's from down south so it was pretty clean um, I got the trans out and then that actually makes it a little bit easier to do the up pipes on it and the down pipe um, on an LB7 the down pipe on this has a bunch of bolts around it so everybody knows that they, again they suck and the bolts break um, this one here actually two of the bolts broke um, and if you don't pull the trans it makes it a lot harder to do because it's a 12.12 millimeter socket that you know gets those out um, but again it took a half inch breaker bar to do that to get those out um, that's one of the hardest parts about doing this job is getting those up pipe and down pipe bolts out of the back of the turbocharger and then making sure that they don't break out of the manifolds themselves. Driving this truck before, um, again, it, you know, just it, a stock pretty much just tuned only LB7. Now that I have the Stealth 64 in it, the new Trans, and our six-speed conversion in it, um, I can get this truck uh, up to 60, 70 miles an hour, and I can get it into sixth gear, and it's just so much quieter, nicer to drive, and the power alone is pretty much fun. That would be my pro tip, is just the five, five to six-speed conversion, and the 64 with a little bit more power behind it is just a lot funner to drive. All right, guys, thanks for riding along with me on this uh, LB7, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, this has been Paul Wilson. And Chris Emke. Make sure to like and subscribe, and we'll talk to you again soon. Um, that was a little cheesy. <laughs> How are you? <laughs>